Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is in your city. I'm your host, Sunny M, and you're listening to Come Out and Shout. Happy Friday! <laughs> and happy Pride to everybody. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, Pride comes every June, and, you know, I don't really think about... I mean, yeah, I say happy Pride beginning of June, but, you know... I am. I'm really proud every day, regardless if it's June, July, August, you know, throughout the year. I'm proud and a lot, so grateful to be alive um, and K. Uh, I don't know if it's just me, but like, I feel like um, everybody's turning gay on TikTok. (laughs) Every time I swipe through, it's just like gay post, ad for gay post, or I don't know, maybe it's the algorithm. But anyways, whatever. Point is, happy Pride, everybody. Um, happy Pride Month uh, to all my uh, queer family out there. Um, I just want to wish everyone a happy Pride. And um, I wanted to talk about, uh, dig deeper into another uh, podcast I had done previously. Um, and it was in regards to, um, I guess, in regards to uh, masculinity and femininity and, like, clothes and all that kind of jazz. Um so I kind of wanted to dig deeper, um, I guess, in the fact of kind of elaborating more on my perspective and feelings and experiences throughout my transformation, um, you know, as an individual who uh, likes to wear their gay on their sleeve, I guess you could say. Um, I've never, like, when I grew up, when I was, like, younger, I would always... Um, feel wrong to wear uh, masculine clothing and it was funny because um, when I was younger like even before um, you know wearing you know um, being androgynous was like more um, prevalent as it is now um, as I was a kid I remember uh, my mom used to buy me um, like unisex shoes so like shoes that you wouldn't really be able to tell whether they were girls or guys or whatever. So I remember distinctly in grade three, um, and either grade two or three, um, and this guy goes, uh, oh, you're, look, you're wearing boy shoes. And I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about, buddy? They're unisex. And he's like, oh, you said the word unisex. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, buddy, like, what are you talking about? Anyways, clearly he wasn't uneducated. But anyways, so that was kind of my, my first like experience of somebody pointing out something that I guess didn't belong to my idea uh, like my so-called uh gender um gender identity um in terms of what people um assume you know what a female um supposed to be uh so anyways um that was a funny experience and then throughout my life um you know when I would buy certain clothes I would make it more masculine in terms of the way I kind of presented myself with those clothes um I remember in grade eight or grade seven, I think it was grade eight, I would wear like, um, this is when skinny jeans was kind of becoming a thing, uh, before jeggings, but just skinny jeans. Um, I would wear these blue jeans, uh, with my, um, I think it was, I can't remember what brand, but, um, I think it was champions Jersey or something. But anyways, I always wear a basketball jersey with a t-shirt underneath and then I would wear a bandana and then a visor on top. (laughs) Yeah. I thought I was gangster back then. But anyways, so that was kind of my thing. And then I would wear fat farms. I don't know if anybody remembers fat farms, but yeah, I used to wear fat farms. And it was funny because like all the popular kids would wear all these fat farms and Adidas. Like back in the day, fat farms and Adidas was like a thing in elementary school. And I was like growing up in grade eight um, and I was born in 1990s. So I'm a 90s kid. 
so I remember that was a huge thing. So like if you weren't in the trend, you were just kind of like there kind of thing. So I remember distinctly buying these fat farms and it wasn't because everyone else was wearing them. But for some reason, I just when I looked at them, I just liked them in the way that they kind of just like the way they presented themselves. And I sound like a freaking weirdo right now, but it's just the way that they made me feel wearing them. I felt like in charge or like, you know, confident, as weird as it sounds as a kid, but I just did. And so I bought my fat farms by, except the problem was, is that um, my family used to buy stuff at the flea market here and there. And I remember the shoe store that was there um, and we always buy shit from there. Um, you know, whatever sandals and shit. And so I happened to notice that um, he also sold Adidas and Fat Farms. Mind you, uh, you know, parents don't really pay attention to like branding that clothes uh, kids always want to wear. So, um, you know, my my mom bought me these Fat Farms thinking whatever she wants, Fat Farms, fine, I'll buy her Fat Farms. And it was funny because I was so happy to wear these shoes when I got to school. Uh, I wear these fucking shoes and I hear giggling and I'm like, okay, well, why is people laughing at me? I'm wearing fat farms. And uh, I guess one of my friends happened to hear from somebody else. And then she happened to see it herself. And she's like, uh, yeah, Sunita, um, your your pee is backwards. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, your pee, your pee on your uh, your shoes, your, your fat farm pee is backwards. I'm like, no. And so I had bought fake fat farms freaking fake fat fat farms and I was so like just so embarrassed um but I didn't give a fuck I was I got I got over it a little while after and I just kept wearing them I just didn't give a fuck and I'm like whatever so yeah I got made fun of you know people pointed out my fucking shoes being fake or whatever uh but I just loved the way that they made me feel and I would wear them and I would just fucking walk with them and yeah, so I guess certain clothes made me feel more confident, and I guess in my back of my head back then, it made me feel masculine, but I didn't understand what that feeling was. I just kind of felt like I would kind of think of it as confidence, but um, funny, as I grew older, um, certain things that I would buy, I would buy them because it would make me feel more masculine and more confident that way. So like when I was little I would think of it as making me feel confident but as I grew older I would kind of coincide confident my masculine side with confidence um so I'd buy clothes to exude that um which is kind of funny so and then my kind of wardrobe changed over time so I know that like when I was an element uh not an elementary school sorry sorry um when I got to like beginning of university like my first year I remember I tried to look so butch it was so funny I would wear I would fucking go decked out in like my my um my belt my uh you know my rings my watch like jewelry everywhere freaking vests like you know uber dyke (laughs) but it was like it wasn't the kind of dyke that I fully understood I wanted to be like I knew I was trying to exude my like my identity as a queer woman but I didn't like fully exude it in the way that I kind of wanted to and I didn't know that at the time I was just trying to pretty much replicate what I thought was like what a lesbian should look like um and obviously over time like you only kind of see what you see in the shows and stuff and back then like they didn't really make that many shows with lesbians in it so you know select a few representative characters you'd see on tv is kind of what you kind of saw and then obviously whenever you go out and about in real life you'd see that but point was is that I remember when I first um kind of exploring my like wardrobe I would wear more like 
um, yeah, I'd wear, like, jeans and a belt, and, like, I would wear, like, a vest or, like, um, you know, like, a jacket, like, a blazer or whatever like that, um, but I would kind of look, like, if I needed to, like, put a name to it, like, realistically, like, if I know everyone's, I'm sure all of you have watched L Word, um, but I would want to look like Shane, and then as time progressed, um, I also started being a little bit more feminine, um, a couple years after, uh, closer to the end of university, so I started being more feminine, and, I did have long hair. I've had long hair for my like entire life up until like high, um, like I said, yeah, university, high school, end of high school. I kind of trimmed my hair so it was like in layers. It was still long, but it was in layers, so it wasn't like to my ass anymore. It was like to my like a little bit past my shoulders, and but in layers. And so, as I grew older, um, and as I got like in my early twenties and stuff, I realized that I I did want to be feminine, but I didn't want to be too masculine, but I didn't want to exude you know, what a typical person thinks of when they think of a lesbian is like, you know, really uber dyke, short hair, um, you know, chains, watches, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I wanted to exude this sophisticated sort of, you know, representation of me. And so I couldn't get that from, you know, the basic sort of, you know, look that, you know, you would see on TV and stuff. And, and I just, I just couldn't understand where I kind of wanted to go with that. So anyways, as I grew older, I kind of, I kind of got into my own sort of wardrobe and and I've always been known as uh being known as a weirdo. I think that's the best compliment anyone gives me is that you know they they think I'm weird, but it's it's like an it's endearing. And so anyways, um I've always been really extra and like um it was funny cuz my mom like she she used to tell me like she used to be really different like the way she used to dress too like um she was always into suspenders and like things like that and ties and it was funny because I'm like, "Huh, that's weird." Like um you know as a mom, she doesn't accept me as, like, you know, uh, being queer, but, like, she doesn't say anything against my, like, wardrobe choices, so she, you know, she encourages me to, like, you know, be different in terms of my wardrobe, like, obviously, she doesn't want me to look like a fucking man, but, like, um, but the way I dress now is, like, you wouldn't, like, even, like, if somebody passed out, like, yes, if I wore, like, uber, uber, like, masculine clothing, like, yes, you would kind of, put two and two together and be like yeah she's gay but like sometimes when I'm dressing up like I'm like more feminine masculine if you were to like that um I have long like I kind of have sort of short long hair um and like the way that I dress yeah I mean I've come to the kind of understanding of what I want to exude and it's just overall confidence but I want to exude my masculine side but in a classy way um so a lot of times now I have different clothing like I do shop in the men's section but like a lot of times I don't fit in men's like size so I'll always go to the boy section and it's cheaper too realistically um so I'll shop in the guys uh, like the boy section whatever and so my clothes my like wardrobe is a mix of uh, you know whatever um feminine and masculine clothing but I kind of just do my own thing and so point of all this is that it took me a really long time to figure out how I wanted to exude myself and for me it's really important because I'm four foot eleven and you know my girlfriend's five nine and yeah I kind of want to show some sort of like you know don't fuck with me kind of look so um for the most part when people walk past me they they'll like they always see like a I put on like a bitch face so like you wouldn't want to come up to me or whatever but I always exude this sort of like don't fuck with me face and so I always want to show my confidence side and so yeah I think wardrobe plays a lot into it for me um 
you know, whether it's the rings I wear on my fingers or the watch or the bracelet. Um, I always wear a necklace. It's just always been a thing. Um, but for me, like feeling sexy, feeling masculine and, and feeling like confident, it's just, um, I make sure that my whole attire is, is exuding that. And, um, and it took me a really long time to, to, get to that point where I was comfortable to exude that mind you I I still like do feel hesitant to be uber uber masculine in public I, and I give full credit to any um queer woman out there that can fucking do that like all power to you I'm not at that point where I'm comfortable because I don't want to get my ass beat because um you know there's hate out there for sure um you know, I feel a little bit more comfortable wearing more masculine clothes when I am in a queer environment. So, like, I live in Vancouver, so I feel more open to be wearing these kind of, like, being uber, uber masculine, um, say, on Davy Street uh, or in Toronto Church Street. Like, I feel so comfortable just wearing whatever. Obviously, sometimes there's still people that, you know, hate on you. Like, um, but whatever, it's going to happen. Um, but for the most part of my everyday life, like, no, I do not wear, like, uber, uber masculine clothing. But, like, when I do go out, I will look the part like I will like be who I want to be um but I eat in a classy way or whatever way it is um but I've become more comfortable with who I want to be in terms of how I present myself um and again it took me a really really long time to get to this point but I kind of I kind of see where I'm at now and how I want to feel my clothes and and like I said I, for me clothes make a big difference in how I portray myself uh to the world um, it makes me feel so good inside to be able to express myself with my clothes and jewelry. So when I'm talking about my clothes, I'm talking about wardrobe in general. So from the shoes to from the bottom of your toes to the top of your head. So hats to shoes kind of thing. So uh, for me, it plays a really big importance. Um, and it really plays a big importance in terms of how I present my queer identity. Um, some people don't, you know, think clothing is you know, exudes their true queer identity. But for me, like, I always felt like, I was always told as a kid, you know, you're so manly, you're so manly. So in my head, over time, I was thinking of being manly as a negative thing. And so I took that, it was in the back of my head, and I would always overthink what I would wear because I'd be like, oh no, I can't, I can't wear that because I'm going to look too manly. Um, so, like, internalizing that oppression, I guess, like, yeah, you're oppressing yourself over the years, but it's really not your fault, um, because you're surrounded, um, like, for me, growing up in, like, a South Asian family home, like, like, I'm Gujarati, so, you know, you know, females are always, like, told to look the part, you know, you want to look pretty, you want to look decked out, you know, wear a lot of jewelry, um, but, you know, don't be too masculine or whatever, um, and you get that a lot, because, I'll tell you one instant. Uh, I had to go, and I think I pointed this out in my last podcast, but I can't remember. Um, I probably did, but whatever. Um, We had a wedding to go to, uh, but we didn't actually end up going to that wedding because of COVID. It was supposed to be actually last year. We didn't go. Um, And uh, yeah, so I had come across these um, Sandy suits. Um, She's a fashion designer um, out in Toronto. Um, Probably a lot of you already know of her but anyways her name is sandy um and she's created these sandy suits and they're so like two-piece um 
uh, custom design suits uh, that you can wear like casually. You can wear at like, you know, if you're going out, uh, but you can also wear them if you go to like um, Indian occasions. And so it was funny because so I pointed this like I had sent my mom a couple of pictures of this suit and she was just like fucking like like baffled and was just like, why are why do you want to like embarrass me? Why do you want to wear these clothes? Like and she associated these outfits with being gay because just because it was a suit. So she (laughs) associated suits with being gay, which is funny because all the pictures I had sent her were like women wearing them. But obviously, like whatever, you wouldn't know if they were gay or straight or whatever they were. But point was, is that she associated these outfits with being gay. And so she was so appalled by the fact that I even said to her that I was thinking of wearing this for the reception. Like I wasn't even saying it that let me wear this for the wedding i was saying let me wear it for the reception but god forbid so she's like oh why do you want to embarrass me and you know why do you want to look like that and blah 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 i kid you not if i my cousin had told you know her mom or you know told my mom oh yeah hi auntie like you know i was thinking of wearing this uh, for the reception or whatever i'm sure 100 percent, 100 and no 200 percent sure my mom would have been like oh that's cool nothing wouldn't wouldn't even think pa- twice you know uh but because i said so she kind of associated it and and put it to a negative sort of whatever whatever she thought so i dropped it didn't bring it up again i was like fuck it whatever but um i am gonna i i did i did uh did want to point out that like there's just so ridiculous like you like it's just so ridiculous how you know they want to keep you in this box of like femininity and masculinity like um, I've already thought of buying myself cuffnies. Like I, as there, ever since a kid, ever since I was a kid, I always, like when I watched Aladdin, I'm like, oh, I want to wear that. I want to have a cool fucking slippers like Aladdin, like the way they curl up. Um, and so when I got older, I'm like, oh yeah, they're cuffnies, like, you know, shoes for cuffnies or whatever. And so I do want to eventually get like a nice cuffney suit that I could wear. I'm actually thinking about maybe wearing cuffney for my wedding, uh, whenever that is in the future. But, um, you know, I've always debated whether I want to wear, you know, an, a traditional Indian like attire or uh, like women's attire or traditional men's attire um, because I really want to, you know, re- re- like sort of um, wear some sort of traditional clothing in some sort of way for my wedding. Uh, whether we have two different weddings or one wedding, I, I do want to incorporate my, like, um, I think side to the, uh, the wedding. But anyways, yeah, so back to the story. Um, so she, yeah, she was so appalled and so I just dropped it. Um, but to add on to that, um, we had actually bought outfits for a previous wedding. Um, so for 2019 and it was funny because the outfit that I had chosen ended up actually looking looking almost close to like a company. Like it was a women's outfit, but I had bought it because it really stood out to me because it was sort of like, it made me feel sort of masculine wearing it. Um, and what I'll do is I will actually post a picture of the outfit that I wore. Um, and then kind of like just, just to show you guys what it looks like. Um, but yeah, I just, every time I pick up, anything to wear it'll always be like something that will exude my masculine side like not for like not 100% of the time but like yeah for, say like 80 to 90% of the time um and I think for me uh to sum it all up like feeling masculine is 95% my identi- identity like and and I don't mean masculine just by like looking masculine I feel like you know what my body the way my body is is that like I've got really big hands and really big fucking feet. Um, and I'm just wondering, like, did God really make my feet 
and my hands like this on purpose like i'm so disproportionate like i'm four foot eleven i've got fucking feet and hands the size of somebody that should be like you know almost six feet so it's funny because i'm such a little person but i've got so much to like you know give or whatever and um and i always wondered why i was made like this and so and and it's funny because my girlfriend says I've got husband hands um so you know like and and I've always looked at my hands too it's funny when growing up I always like loved looking at my hands and they just to me they I always wanted to exude that masculine inside of me and I just feel like my hands really do that like I love my hands that's my hands and my arms are my favorite part of my body um somewhat my legs but not really Uh, but I love my arms and my my hands just because for me that really really exudes my masculine side I I don't know how to explain it but it just makes me feel really good um when I see like for example the veins popping out of my hands as ridiculous as that sounds but anyways um yeah so I just kind of wanted to kind of expand on my last podcast I don't know which one that was but I think it was the last one I talked about but I can't remember but anyways to sum it all up everybody i just wanted to say again happy pride i love you all um if you tune in today thank you so much um i actually was gonna say that i i am gonna be starting doing this uh segment it's just gonna be called uh where are they at wednesdays um i was supposed to post it earlier like um end of may but i'm going to start it for uh june just because it's pride month and stuff um but basically what the segment's about um is just giving a shout out to all the amazing south asian people out there doing fucking amazing things for our community and for the world so um regardless whether they're queer or not or whatever just anyone south asian doing amazing work and i feel like that's really important for us to share um with each other and around our community because um you know we're also doing amazing things out there there's so many people out there that do amazing things but i feel like we don't get um you know our efforts don't get shown so um in honor of all these amazing people doing things i decided to um point so the segment will essentially be me pointing out three south asian people that are doing amazing things so again whether they're queer or not doesn't matter um, just three South Asians doing amazing things for the world, well, depending on whatever that is. Um, uh, it could be anything, literally. <laughs> so um, I think my, I'm going to post my first segment next week, which would be, so what is this, June 4th? So be next week, so second week of June. So I'm going to start that segment next week. Um, and yeah, so just kind of look out for that. And then uh, it'll be a way for you guys to kind of explore and check out people uh, in our community, whether they're like, you know, where you got, you're you at or like uh, around the world, anyone around the world, really. So I'm, I'm not going to just be talking about people, South Asian people that are like in Toronto or like Vancouver. I'm going to be talking about any South Asians doing amazing things all over the world. So from India to like where wherever they might be like i will try to find them and i will scope them out and i will let you guys know who these beautiful amazing people are so thank you so much for listening to me um you can follow us at uh on instagram uh facebook and um you can access this podcast all over any sort of platform most likely um mainly on spotify apple speaker um any other podcast oh yeah uh soundcloud and uh but uh this link um for the uh picture that i was talking about in regards to that outfit that i was talking about um you just swipe up next picture um but anyways yeah thank you so much for listening uh talk to you guys soon love you